welcome to Beckett Talks, the podcast series from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we will be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. Hello, I'm Dee Grisman from Leeds Beckett University, and today I'm joined in the studio by Alistair McCauley, based in the Leeds Business School. And today we are talking about retail, all aspects of retail from the future of retail to fast fashion. Welcome to the studio, Alistair McCauley. So Alistair McCauley, first question is always an easy one. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into your particular field of research? Well, my background is in retail. Um, I've worked for some major retailers, um, generally in head office functions, supply chain and distribution. Um, I joined Leeds Becker University around 10 years ago. Um, I've worked in various departments across the university, um, but mainly teaching on the retail courses and the retail provision at both undergraduate, postgraduate and MBA level. So when you were working in retail, can you tell me a little bit about the particular positions and responsibilities you had? My actual background in retail was working um, in, in, the, in the meat department. I worked in manufacturing for one of the largest food manufacturers in, in the country, which is also part of one of the largest retailers in the country. So my, my job involved product development, distribution, managing sales, branding, marketing, um, and kind of lots of other jobs associated with that role. So retail is a really big subject, and I'm really interested in your thoughts on fast fashion in particular. What are the issues that are affecting fast fashion retailers today? Well, I think sustainability is is a big issue. Um, I think consumption is really important, as well as supply. Um, I think one of one of the things fueling fast fast fashion is is the demand from it from not only Western countries, but developing countries. Um, and with that, we end up with lots of waste. I think um, there's around 100 billion items of fast fashion thrown away every single year. This has a huge impact on the environment, huge impact when it comes to sustainability. Um, and retailers really need to think about how they can tackle this going forward. So what direction do you see fast fashion retailers going in the future? Well, I think in the short term, the, the demand is, is, going, is going to be there. Um, fast fashion retailers are really um, clever at understanding their consumer, you know, targeting them specifically and making those consumers feel, feel special about the clothes that they buy. If you think about their tar- target audience, um, they're very good at thinking about what what they need to sell them and how they can communicate with those um, customers effectively. You know, quite often the the, the customer thinks the, the fashion retailer is building a relationship with them, but, you know, it's all about volume in fast fashion. They've got to push those products down through the channels of distribution to the end consumer. So you were saying then that customers feel like they have a special relationship with particular retailers, but isn't it just about collecting data so that those retailers can target those customers more effectively? Yeah, certainly. I mean, if we think about online sales, you know, they've seen rapid growth, especially during the pandemic. It's accelerated, really, uh, what was happening in retail in comparison to the high street by about 10 to 15 years, some experts say. Um, so if you think every time we shop, the, the retailer, so those big fast fashion retailers are starting to build a picture of the things that we like and the taste that we like and what we're willing to buy and more importantly, what we're willing to spend. 
And tell me a little bit more about how fast fashion retailers interact with their customers through social media and why this is so important. Well, I think if we look at a lot of the fast fashion retailers, they they are fantastic at doing this. You know, they know that they've got um, their consumers, you know, following them on all social media platforms. They um, release flash, flash sales. They're building a profile of those customers. They're making sure that the products that they would typically buy show up on social media. So that instantly um, gets the consumer's attention and they start to think about that, that product. And often that might result in them purchasing that product, even if they don't need it. The pandemic has had a massive effect on the retail industry. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? I think it's really too early to say. We've seen some kind of big retailers, you know, who have gone out of business. So, you know, if we're looking, if we're talking about fashion, we're looking at the, the Arcadia group in, in particular. You know, so there's going to be um, a lot of units, a lot of shops empty on the high street. But I think there's an opportunity for other re- retailers to innovate. So we're seeing the likes of Ikea, who um, who are thinking about buying um, the Oxford Road Topshop store. So the old Oxford Road Topshop top store. So we, we might see the, 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 the retail high street shape or, or, or become a little bit different. In terms of online, you know, there's rapid growth. And we look at all those big, again, fast fashion retailers and grocery retailers who've experienced exponential growth through the pandemic. During the pandemic, there was lots of doom and gloom stories in the media about the loss of the high street. But yet online retailers were seeing huge growth. Do you think that is an effect of the pandemic or do you think that's just the ever-changing landscape that we're living in? Well, they've become very quiet because the footfall during the week especially isn't necessarily there with lots of people working from home. But if you look at local high streets where people may live or villages or small towns, we're starting to see those high streets begin to thrive. So we're starting to see new innovative business businesses come to that high street and where people who are working in the offices might have gone out to um, to do a bit of shopping during the lunchtime in the city or go and get a little bit of lunch, they might be doing that at home now. So we're seeing the expansion of those those really kind of niche and small shops, you know, on smaller high streets in towns and villages. Can you tell me a little bit more about how retailers and particularly fashion retailers are addressing social responsibility and sustainability in the industry? Most retailers will tell you that they want to be sustainable. You know, how do you go about doing that if your business model is about production, you know, and consumption? So it's a very, very complex um, argument. It's a very complex discussion. So if you're looking at fast fashion, for example, you know, they've really got to think about what they can do about managing those clothes through, through the supply chain, a bit like that circular economy. So thinking about once people have worn them, you know, what should they do with them? We shouldn't just think of, of fast fashion as throwaway fashion. You know, I think a lot of retailers, they don't want to be known as throwaway fashion, but that's the way, you know, consumers might perceive it. They'll buy something once, they'll buy it very cheaply. They might wear it a couple of times, but then it goes to the back of the wardrobe. From the wardrobe, it might go to a charity shop or it could end up in the bin. You know, as you said, you know, 100 billion items are thrown away every single year. So what do you think needs to change? People's spending habits or the retailers? I think the, the retail brands have to think um, ethically. I think that's really important. Think about who's manufacturing their clothes. Think about where those clothes are being manufactured. 
are those clothes that are being manufactured being manufactured at a fair price? You know, if we think about how cheap it is to to manufacture um, clothes in developing countries and sell it in, in, into the UK very cheaply. There's obviously obviously something wrong there. You know, there's a lot of people, a lot of young people, um, and we've seen all the stories. You know, who who are still in poverty and manufacturing these these clothes, mass production for for mass consumption, and not really seeing the rewards of that. And can you give consumers a little bit of advice on how they can change their spending habits to be more sustainable? There's a lot of things that, that, that consumers can do. Is they need to think about what they're buying you know, and why they're buying, if they, if they really need it. I think they need to buy better, so buy better products. Think about, instead of throwing something away, giving it to a charity shop, thinking about what they can do to maybe you know, upcycle it, change it, you know, accessorise it with something else. Think about the brands that they're buying from. So I mentioned in my article Patagonia. You know, they, they, they ask you to send products back which need repairing. So, you know, buy better is, is, is really important. But also think about um, fast fashion as a way to make money. Maybe sell some of the clothes that you don't wear on sites like Depop, eBay or Gumtree. So, you know, don't, think, don't just think about throwing it away. Think about, you know, what can that be used for? Leeds Beckett University is a modern, high-quality university transforming lives through professional, academic and applied learning and adding to the social, economic and cultural life of our city and region. We educate the bright minds that will help solve the problems of tomorrow. We collaborate with thousands of regional, national and international businesses to ensure our research and courses are contemporary, rich and relevant to meet the needs of our students and their present and future employers. Our campuses house exceptional teaching, research and learning environments which provide our students with access to state-of-the-art facilities. Across a range of disciplines, our researchers are striving to improve quality of life, equality and the environment around us. We are dedicated to making a difference. To find out more about Leeds Beckett University, our courses and our community of staff, students and alumni, please visit leedsbeckett.ac.uk. And welcome back to the studio where I'm talking to Alistair McCauley about retail. There are lots of apps now where people can go on and resell their fashion items and they've grown massively in popularity. Do you see that as a positive move? I think we're still at, uh, in the infancy of people thinking about, you know, selling selling their their products on. I mean, you can go to to most auction sites and you can type anything into a search engine, and the chances are you'll be able to find it. But that's still relatively sc- small scale to the amount of product that we manufacture and the amount of product that we, we we throw away. So I think that's in its infancy. And do you think the fact that these apps exist and people can sell items that they no longer wear on them is changing consumer behaviour? You know, I, I do think you know consumers change, and changing behaviour is a very, very difficult thing. If consumers can think, well, I can buy this, you know, I can wear it a couple of times, but instead of throwing it away and putting it back in my wardrobe, I can sell it for somebody else to get get some use out of it. Then that's that's a, a, a successful achievement. Can you tell me a little bit about where you see the future of retail going? 
when we look at look at the future future of retail, it's, it's very exciting, especially from a kind of business strategy perspective. You know, we're seeing lots of organisations you know decide to decide to diversify in terms of what they sell and what what they do. You know, hopefully retailers will become a bit more eth- ethical. They will, um, and there are there's plenty of really good retailers who do it really well and and look after the workforce and are ethical out there. But you know, the future is all going to be around technology. The the, the future is all going to be about how do we receive our products you know quickly and effectively while still maintaining choice there's so much in the news about the rise and dominance of amazon and do you think amazon has been so successful because of the instant gratification the fact that we can see something one day and it will be with us the next yeah well i mean if especially during the pandemic you know i can order something on amazon now and it can be um depending where I live, it can be at my door within within two hours, depending on the product. So, you know, you think about the level of service Amazon have, take all the other stuff away from it, so kind of big warehouses, maybe not treating the workforce well. You know, think about their business model in terms of the customer service that you get, the products that you'd be able to, you're able to find, the availability of those products, and the fact you can get those products d- delivered to you very, very quickly, then, you know, what other retailers need to do, they need to think about how they they can do that, but do that better. You know, if we're thinking about our traditional retailers, they have some stores in really good locations, really convenient locations. So they need to, need to think about their supply chains and how they can compete with Amazon, not just as an online retailer, so delivering it to your door, but how people can come into store and pick it up on the, on the way home. You know, some retailers do that really well, but they're not necessarily doing it enough to compete with Amazon. And do you think the fact that we want instant gratification as a society is a driver in the future of retail? Yes, I think instant gratification, you know, is is a problem really when we're thinking about consumption. You know, when we're talking about fast fashion, you know, we want something, we want it now. Traditionally, you know, going back a you know not not so long ago, there used to be four seasons where fashion retailers would 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 um, launch products. So spring, autumn, summer, and winter. You know, if we look at somebody like Zara or H and M, they have fifty two seasons. You know, they're bringing new products out, new ranges out, week in week out. You know, so that gives consumers lots of lots of choice. They can go and buy it. They can buy it cheaply. They can wear it tomorrow. Mass production, mass consumption. So how do you get your students to think critically around this subject? I suppose it depends on, on the level that we're teaching, the subject that, that we're teaching. But, you know, part of our job or part of being at university is exploring key theories and concepts in relation to the subject matter. So, you know, one of the things I, I like to do is we talk about the theory and talk around the concepts. It could be around sustainability. It could be around product development or management or marketing. But one of the things that I think gets students to really engage is by making sure that we everything that I tend to do in my modules is done with an industry partner. So whether that's a really small startup, um, like a Cozy Nut Candle Company, we work with with some students on in summer, or whether it's a, a large organisation like some of the big retailers we've been talking about. So it could be an ASOS, a John Lewis, or a Zara. It really helps them to contextualise those theories and those concepts by working on a practical model where they can apply their learning. What do you think your students enjoy most about studying at Leeds Beckett University? Well, um, I think I think quite often, you know, there, there, there's some there's some very very good business courses out there, and I think that the real difference with 
with Lee's Beckett um, University and Lee's Business School, where I work, is that, you know, the, the staff are really engaged. You know, they research their topics. They're at the forefront of what they do. And they make sure that the learning that we do is applied. You know, so, for example, you know, working with industry, taking examples from industry, using real life case studies, you know, and students engage in that in a really proactive and pragmatic way. You seem very enthusiastic about your subject of retail. How do you share this with your students? If we look at how retail's evolved, you know, over the last last hundred years, those traditional shops in every corner, to the rise of supermarkets, out of town, town supermarkets, to um, market saturation. If you if you look at the grocery sector, to moving online and kind of new disruptors coming into the marketplace, people shopping on computers, to shopping stores, to using the mobile phones. You know, we, retail is completely innovative. It's ever-changing, it's fast-paced. And if we look at most business models and all the businesses that we work with at the business school, they are in that environment. They are always working in a fast-paced, ever-changing environment, adapting to financial crises or maybe um, COVID-19. So it's really dynamic. And if, you, if you're involved in a dynamic, exciting industry, then by default, you become passionate about it. And the students engage in that passion, especially when it comes to working on real life projects. Your students work on lots of live projects with retailers. Do you think this prepares them for the world of work? Yes, I think one of our jobs is to make sure that students think critically. They do that by exploring theories and concepts, analysing them, discussing them, you know, whether that's in lectures or seminars. But the extra, the extra things that we do in terms of, you know, Im- embedding, you know, applied projects or working with industry partners and um, with our students is, is really good for them. Because when they go out into the real world and they're going for interviews, they're not just talking about what they've learnt at university. They can apply it. They can give examples of what they've done. And that really gives them the competitive edge over um, other students who are entering the graduate workforce. And tell me, what do you enjoy most about working at Leeds Beckett University? I love working with the students and, and I, I love seeing the students progress. So I, I love it when they come in in the first year um, and, you know, they're a bit apprehensive, you know, in, quite often in a large environment, huge lecture theatres with people that they don't know. And I love watching them gain that confidence and develop both personally and professionally. And, you know, seeing them go into the workplace and get some brilliant jobs, some fantastic organisations, you know, is, is the best part about working at Lees Beckett University. And what do you think will be the big innovations in retail going forward? I think technology is going to drive innovation. I think that's for sure. Um, I think retailers are going to have to think about how they communicate with with their customers. I think the the retail environment is becoming ever more competitive. So the the retailers that innovate, which probably will be driven by by technology and and really get an understanding of um, their consumer and what they do, will be the ones that become most successful. Thank you for joining me today in the studio, Alistair McCauley. It's been really interesting hearing your views on retail, the future of retail and fast fashion. The Beckett Talk podcasts are released every Tuesday. So don't forget to check our social media channels on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook to find out more details on our next episode. See you next week.